whatever you want, darling. Hello, welcome back to the Muscle and Hustle podcast. Tony is lying in his bed, as usual. At least he's covering his belly this week. He's in Dubai, I'm in Bangor. Life's good. Life's fair. Oh, I'll be in France next week for the next one. We're going international, baby. France. Skiing? I'm going skiing, yeah. Are you? Pretty Connell's in France at the moment, actually. Booked it a day or two ago there. Uh, Hillary texted me going, do you want to book this? And I goes, right dead on. Went for orange she goes, fucking Wednesday. And I goes, right dead on. And it was just as I was walking by Ski Dubai, which is like the only ski shop in Dubai. Yeah. And I literally just called straight in, got kitted up and was like, yeah, book that because now I have all the equipment. Very good. Very good. Um, so Whereabouts? We're going to Courchevel. I think it's called. We'll see how it goes. I haven't been skiing about 10 years. Uh, you were getting her tight then, wee legs of yours. Oh, fuck. Top heavy too. Fuck the bag. I'll just turn in a big snowball. I'll never stop. That's it. <laughs> that is it. Um, no, no skiing for me this year. Retired from skiing. <laughs> we bit of a shout out here. We bit of a shout out. Uh, the Irish Joinery Company from Armagh Business Park. Hamilton Bond. Wherever the fuck that is. Um, what's the guy's name? Full address there. Tony. 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 His name's Tony too, unfortunately. That's Tony from the Irish Joinery oh, Company and the lads name. and the lads in the van heading to Dublin. And up the dubs. Best man to, for joinery about here. Best man for joinery. Night and day. Night and day. 24 hours a day they'll work. See when I say cutting wood there, beavers keep in my mind. It's cutting wood. <laughs> Great men joining wood together and shop fit outs and the whole shebang this isn't paid advertisement just good few good lads if you listen for long enough we will give you praise because your loyalty <laughs> loyalty and if you do get the boys to do any work tony will give you money off training there you go you love that you just throw out discounts that i don't have to give 20 percent off all training programs <laughs> if you order if you order some joinery work from the lads <laughs> Buy off them, make them money, but I'll, uh, I'll give you Tony gives you the discount. Tony gives you the discount. So what have you been up to this week? You've been Me, quiet on the socials this week. What? You've been quiet on the socials this week. I've been chipping away because I'm going to try and take a good wee bit of time off while I go skiing here, so I don't want to fucking... I've still been posting daily and stuff. On... The TikTok on sets up, has it? I tell you about the the I told you about the canister, didn't I? The the deodorant? No. No. Oh fuck. They're right. This is happened during the week. You'll get a good laugh with this. <laughs> so you will get a good fucking laugh with this. So I went in the Nando's during the week with my ski to buy equipment, right? This is this is when I was in the mall. <laughs> right. And be prepared. Everybody in the van and the joiners, be prepared. This is a fucking beauty. And so sat in Nando's, my phone was near dead. So I goes, right, pull out my charger here. Pull out the lead of the charger, the plug, but I don't need the plug. So I just plugged it in my laptop, charged my phone off it, but threw the plug back in my bag. And then all of a sudden I heard this noise. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And I look around in my bag, my bag's smoking. Like full on, like it looks like fucking smoke. And I was like, so I put my hand in my bag to lift something, like to check what the fuck's going on. It's making this hissing noise. And I just lift out whatever I put my hand on because I can feel like cold air, yeah. like a fog. 
So I lift this out and I put it up in the air. I, then I, <laughs> as I'm putting this up in the air, I realize that this actually looks like a fucking bomb. Turns out I cracked open a tin. I put a pierced the tin, you know, the side of the plug. Yeah. So I, and this is a jumbo shuriken. This fucker was supposed to last me months. Oh, the big so XXL anyway, links, is it? It's just, oh, man, it's big. Like, it's like a protein shaker size. It's fucking huge. Was and, it links? Uh, or what was it? Like, it was like, sure, sure. And uh, so this thing's fucking going. So I lift it up, and then I realize whenever I've got it in the air, I'm spraying this all over the shop, and it looks foggy. It doesn't even look like it's. It doesn't look. It's a pure blackout tin, so it looks like a fucking idea. So I put it back in my bag, and everybody's looking at me dead suspicious. And fucking, I've got my hand in this bag, and this bag's hissing. And then do you know what fucking happens? My fucking stopwatch starts going off. I mean, mate, you couldn't write this. I have, a, I have a stopwatch I bring to the gym with me all the time, but there's one time during the 24-hour days where it beeps 10 times. I don't know what it's about. It just does it. It must be something to do with the settings or something. Anyway, it beeps. It goes beep, beep. So I'm standing there, and the boy behind me shits himself. He gets up and starts panicking because I've got a, a bag full of smoke and this peeping's going off and he's he's dressed like and I don't mean to sense you he's dressed in during the full thing with the full white and his wife's yeah. in the full black like is it is it a, it's what is that called a, a burka no yeah yeah well that's hers isn't it and anyway they're standing there and this is not me being funny they're looking at me like I'm a terrorist like I'm literally about to blow up them all this thing's beeping so I have to take out my stopwatch and slide it slide it down Nando's because I was too scared of fucking beeping anymore why would you slide it and not just turn it off because it fucking it, beep, it like just beeps 10 times well you just say to slide it down Nando's that looks a lot more I suspicious think, I didn't think I just grabbed it and fucked it away and then everybody's looking at it like what the fuck's that and the smoke coming out of the bag I'm sweating thinking I'm going to get taken away and this thing won't stop hissing so then I just I just had to zip up my bag fully and stand on it and I'm just going fuck up my MacBook and my or hope my my other MacBook and my iPads are right. And this thing is just slightly leaking out fog, and I'm trying to act casual. Mate, it was. Did I really say anything? It was like an in betweener <laughs> sketch. It was tragic, mate. I'm not lying. It was nervous. I was wrecked. Did anybody say anything? Yeah, the Nando stopped came over to me and goes, "Are you alright, sir?" Because I was sweating. I thought the probably was going to have a heart attack, and I was beeping and hissing for about five minutes. Jesus, mate, it wasn't. Okay. That's still another reason why you shouldn't leave Newry. You're safer oh, in Newry. You're right. You're it's lucky that didn't happen Europe. to you in America. You'd have been shot on site. I thought it was going to get fucking shot on site out here. I'm no, no, in America, in America, they they shoot and ask for forgiveness later. Uh, I know what you mean. Shoot first, ask questions after. You better hope that doesn't happen in Vegas, or you are a goner. I've learned my lesson. Learn my lesson. No deodorant from here on out. So, other than that, there's quite enough week. Yeah, just well, getting ready for going away, working hard. I was trying to load the work up and get it all done so then I can take some time off. What about TikTok? I'm still, I'm still chipping away at a video there. So I'm just trying to, I'm trying to pump out a wee bit more than that. Couple of videos, some days, couple, at least one of the. Yeah. No, no more abuse. Yeah, like you know, you're getting the amount of abuse I am. I know. I was gonna say I haven't been on the way. Your uh, you your last video was just horrendous. Now it's bringing us on to Which the next topic. Yeah. Which one? The back pump one. Oh, what do you mean? Horrendous. 
So it was like it was like you were trying to fit in everything into the shortest amount of time possible. So speaking a million miles an hour, that nobody that from Northern Ireland, nobody from Northern Ireland will pick up a fucking bit of what you said, and then at the end you spend more time at the end going ah big pump ah. <laughs> That's what I'm all about. The, re- the, fir- the first 10 seconds is you going blah, 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 and then the last five seconds is going blah, big bump, bump, yeah. What do you act like? I am. Look, if they don't like it, they may as well not follow well, How would they, they know understand. if they don't like it when they don't understand what you're saying to them? Well, let me listen to it again. That's the whole point of it. No wonder you're getting abused. Right, let's, let's get on the topic at hand. Uh, the people, the hustlers, the muscle hustlers, have been talking about it for a while. <laughs> and first of all, the first issue was of the footwear, the the vibrams. Um, right. And one of the questions was raised. Then you stop wearing them. Was is Josh Coyle and Tony McAleve the same person? But then you stop wearing them. Now you're wearing Balenciagas, which and Dunks and Jordans. So you're off that one. But now something else has reappeared. The glasses are gone. The 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 blue light glasses are gone. So I you, want them back. I don't know where they are. No, no, no nobody wants them back. I want them back fresh. She do, she don't use your phone when you're on the gym. I use my phone. No, no, you no, no, no. There's a video you I said about leaving the gym, leaving the phone away. I can't. I have plug-in headphones only. I lost my AirPods, so my phone has to stay <laughs> close to me at the minute. Otherwise, I get no music and I have to listen to fucking pure shite tunes and bells. Right, right. Fucking Larry Wheels arm wrestling up in the big screen at the loudspeaker. Him standing right beside me too, constantly. Fuck me, Larry. Give me a bit of space here. Well, uh, well, you know what I'm going to say? You know what the hustlers, what the muscle hustlers want, want us to... We need to talk about this. What What are we going to talk about here? You make it sound like an addiction. My headband is not a problem. Hey, what is the story with the headband? No. It's now, I looked up the reasons people would need headbands, and the majority of the reason is to keep hair out of their eyes and out of their face. <laughs> now, and that's well, I think we can all I think we can all agree that that's not an issue for you, Tony, at the minute. I wear a headband for the sweat and for the style. But then again, I thought that too. But I was watching it, you know, watching your videos, and there's not a lot of sweating going on. Oh, fuck off. So is is it just for the style? Are we are we? It's Are sweat we- and style. I fucking, do you know what? I think is rank in the gym. This maybe not especially out here, but I do wear it at home too. I think it's fresh. Uh, <laughs> well, you were wearing it in Uri for a long time as well. I was wearing it in Uri. I know. Fucking damn right. Somebody's got to start this trend. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, your face is pure disgust. Look, if I think something's nice, I'm fucking wearing. Where it. did you see it? Where did you see it? The headband. Uh, where did you f- see that and go, you know what, he's on to something here. Do you know why this happened, actually? And this is me being honest. <laughs> I, <laughs> you're going to laugh this. So it was around November, and I was like, I was looking for stuff for buy, to, to buy Hillary for her birthday. And I was like, fuck, there's a nice headband. Do you know what, that'll be, that'll be sexy. Buy that, order that. And then I got her tried on, it was nice. And then, she, then I was like, Fuck, wonder what I look good in a headband. She looks great in a headband. So then I was like, I'm gonna order one for myself. Now I've ordered one. And then she she saw me buy one, worked, and she's bought me about seven for Christmas. So I've got a range of them. I've only really wore the black, uh, we red one. I've got some camo ones as well, Mickey. 
I'm just easing people in. I don't want to go too far. So it started off as me buying it for somebody else. Right. I know. I get. I get, I get the reasoning buying hell right. You know, because. Well, they're fresh and women. Yeah. Yeah. The but right the, woman pulls off a head. But for a purpose, they, they've got a purpose as well. Keep the hair back. Keep it in place, especially the crossfitters and stuff. Because you're yes. not doing no cross. You're not even doing no head training at all, Tony. You know. No. Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> I don't even have a fringe them, and I got a pure. I was going to say now that'll be the next thing we look at. That the hair's changed in the last few days. What is going on there? It looks like I'm fucking joining the military. You look like you got a, you got a fade in a, and we'll say a barber in Compton. I just go some look, tidy it up, son. You need to stop saying <laughs> that to these barbers, totally, because it's not working. <laughs> you're putting you're putting your mate Johnny under wild pressure when you come back home. Every time you come back home, you're putting Johnny under pressure. He's got to look at my hair and just go fucking hell. He's butchered this, but you know what? Hard to be at short hair sometimes. No less hassle, in and out, no dry, no nothing. Nice feel skin head. <laughs> That's way short. I'm like jarhead here. <laughs> it is. It is. What it is. Army ask like. Oh fact. You know what? You know what you're probably better doing. This is truthful. Just getting the top a wee bit shorter, so it is an actual real buzz cut. Then it would look. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know. Jesus, see. he did go wild, Jordan. On top. Did he cut the top of scissors? I like it like that. You don't like it like that at all. Yeah, well, why would I have got it like this? Because you said them here, tidy that up. And he just went, okay, boss. <laughs> he, actually, he actually did say yes, boss. Yes, boss. That's they all say. I love, call, oh, love calling you boss. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. I love when they call you sir and you call them sir back. They freak out as if like bestowed <laughs> something upon them like a name. They go, yes, sir. And I go, how are you today, sir? And he goes, oh, very good. I'm like, right. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh. Nobody, see the see the, the manners is fucking appalling out here. Is it? Manners is fucking, oh my God. See the amount of times that I end up in, like not rows, but like, my issues in the gym is disgusting oh like from arabic man it's always yeah and this is not me being rude or racist or anything it's just it's the culture it's just the yeah. way that they're it's like i asked somebody there and the thing is this is probably me overreacting to an extent but i i went over to an incline press machine right <laughs> and i goes exact words were him hey bro sorry to annoy you can i hop in for a warm-up set before you know so i can get ready for my sets yeah. and he just looked he didn't even wouldn't even pull out a headphone to look at me and just put up the one like as in like like as in a silence you know like a, it was either one set or a silence yeah that says one and set then, uh, so i just sat down in the machine <laughs> and started warming up and then he he he, he pulled out his headphones and goes what what are you doing bro and I goes, well, I didn't ask you how many sets you left. I asked you could have hop in for a warm-up and you put your finger up. So I goes, That's, you didn't answer me. And he goes, Ugh. and I goes, so if you actually listen to me and pull out a headphone, you would know what to fucking say it. And then he was like, Ugh. and then I don't know, warm-up, but I'm not joking. I must have done at least 30 reps in pure badness, super slow level warm-up weight, and then got up. And it was just a case of just pull your head. I'm literally asking you a two-second question. You could say yes or say, I'm done in one second. But see, just the fact he wouldn't even like look, wouldn't even give me the time of day. Yeah. It was just the luck. And I was like, do you know what? I could eat you for breakfast. You're about fucking 50 kilos. 
Oh, trying to sit down here. We rat, was it? We rat. He was tall. He was tall. He was fucking. Oh, he's been six two or something. He's fucking tall. But he was like, it's just, it's not about the size or anything. It's the same. See the bigger fellas as well. They walk around and you'd be like, how many sets? And they go, we're using it. And I go, that's not what I'm asked. Yeah, I goes, how many sets you got left? And they go two. And I'll be like, right, that's sound. I'll just wait. They're yeah. just bell ends and yeah. that's even straight as fuck with you. Yeah. There's one today that came over. I was wearing a top, and he came over to me today at the cable machine and goes. How many left? And I goes about seven, but hop in like I was doing like fucking two exercises. And I goes yeah. hop in, and he goes okay, bro. And he goes you big, but what you look like cut. And I goes still fucking big. <laughs> and and he goes you should you he goes you should have more carbs. And I goes what the fuck are you talking about? And he goes carbs good for you. And I was like oh my god. I was like who. Do you know when you're like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, carbs good. For I was just like, yes. And he speaks good English. He was just, oh, it was just, oh, mate, see some of the stuff. It just, it, not that burns me. I'm just like, do me a favor, hop in and then <laughs> slide on here, Robert Joe. You're doing my back. Robert Joe. <laughs> but oh, you're, uh, you're in, uh, you're going to the biggest meathead gym in Dubai. Like, you're going to oh, get that. Do you, know, do you know what the funniest thing is? I call him Rubber Jaw or something. They don't even know what it is. <laughs> I just like, yeah, Rubber Jaw, hop on in here. And they just go, thank you. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck. But it's the case of, I don't know, you need to be careful too. Like you start, not that I'm starting, but a case of you turn around and they just, if they smack you or something, you're fucked because you don't like to stand on it. Oh, why? Especially when you buy like you. Fucked, especially when you're just coming from the great land of the free love back home the heart of base land of the free where you can just hit, hit people in your main street and nothing happens people getting fucking hijacked in there did you see that no is this Someone another edi- wait wait is this another edition of Tony Tony the Newsreader coming up some woman I'm not joking this is the fucking disgusting some woman gets stopped in the middle of the street I'd say the hospital I think Car stopped and he actually hit her that hard. She had to get an MRI scan in her brain or something and pulled her out of the car and fucked her on the ground or something. That's that's right. Like, that's not even like a dark, don't get me wrong, it's probably not the best lit street, but I think it was there. I'm not 100% sure, but that is just absolutely vital. Like, it's fucking mental. That that, the town's that, falling that apart. What heard you about it? The mother heard I left and it goes, you know what? The great protector is gone. The Guardian. It's a free for all. The Guardian. Because I be lurking about in the trees in my black black cape outfit. <laughs> another another fucking another reason to wear a headband. Fucking that is what I wear, Nate. I wear black cape, black headband, <laughs> and I lurk about, I lurk about in the shadows. <laughs> lurk about. Right. Fuck. Doing curls, waiting for people to commit really. crimes. You're not doing cafes. Continue. Have you got questions? We do have questions. You have questions. No, I fuck all. Right. Good man. Right, first of all, we'll address this. What about Armagh baiting them dirty, throwing tramps from Dermy McGurk? First of all... Jesus Christ. First of all, I'm very shocked that we've got this message. I'm shocked and appalled. But also, I didn't realise that Armagh people could write English and form a full sentence. So, congratulations on that. Congratulations on the win. Um... But as I said to Paul Lohan earlier, if you're not playing football in late June, it doesn't matter. And Armagh will be on holidays in late June. So there you go. Cheers there, mate. Uh, and we talk about Tony the Fireman. Oh, I know. 
What do you mean? Oh, from last week? Yeah, where are we? Right. The fans want an update on the, the Tony the Fireman episode in the corridor. Nothing happened really apart from well I, I was just laughing because obviously she made a bit of a like an, a a light joke about it was bringing us to, did, could you hear in the podcast no you, you could hear clear as day Tony when she said it yeah when she goes maybe this is to bring us together yes I didn't think you'd be able to hear that you can hear it you can hear it well I could hear it on my headphones so I take it the podcast people could hear it so when she said maybe it's a sign that brought us together and she gave me that like sort of I don't know how you explain the look uh, like a flirty sort of like a weird look I don't know I don't know how you explain it anyway and then I started laughing went in and closed the door and goes you know what she was actually alright so then Hillary asked me how the podcast went so I filled her in the crack and goes I got shot up in the middle of it she was like what and I goes, well, nothing unusual. You know me, big hunk with a headband on. It's hard to keep people away at the minute. Like, uh, you couldn't hear that in the podcast, but she actually complimented my headband as well. You weren't wearing a headband, so don't even start that. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I think you'd have to be very insecure to find that annoying. And the fact that I said she was all right, she is an all right looking last leather. Like, Hillary will not take that offense. No woman should. If I turn her, I think that's a real bad thing as well. Like, I can appreciate when a woman's good looking and I can appreciate whenever a man is dead on looking. Like, I can turn around and go... He's a handsome boy. I can go, he's a handsome fella. Like, you yeah. can just tell who's a good looking man. Oh, like, yeah. That's like me turning around. But it doesn't mean I should get annoyed. Now, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't love if Hillary's turning around saying that about every fucking fella. But at the same time, if a really fucking handsome cunt looks by, I'm going to be like... I'll, I'll probably... Say it first. Clock... I'll clock them before she probably does. Yeah. But I usually, do you know what I do? I, I sometimes ask people that, and that sounds really weird. Do you think he's good looking? Like, I'd be like, is he a good looking man? Or is, oh, it, right. is it, I'm not, it's not that I'm gay, but it's a case of, like, I'm curious, do you find that sort of person? And do you know what it usually is? Nine times a ten, they'll go, yeah, he is, but maybe he's not my cup of tea, or no, he's a bit well, too, too well groomed, or not yeah. groomed enough. Do you know what, like, everybody's got their wee preferences. It's the same as, like, do you know what, you can think a woman's all right looking or good looking, but you might not think, She's not something you would go for if you get me. Yeah, you know, I always ask. I always ask her, is that Janky? He's good looking. Especially if it's a famous person. You know, just to get yeah, a, exactly just a gauge, like just a gauge, the kind of. Yeah, like each person's got their own sort of taste. It's like, for example, whatever I say, like, say, I think a celebrity's good looking. Some people are like, oh, no way. I don't think that celebrity's that good looking. Do you know what I mean? It's good sort of balance. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the Pete Davidson thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it, Pete, like people are torn over Pete Davidson. Some girls think he's ridiculously hot, and other girls don't get it at all. Then you get, get all and then you get girls that are like, it's not about the, it's not about the, it's not about the looks with Pete Davidson. It's everything else. About flexing, the, the confidence and all that. Confidence and the humor. People fall in love with the character though as well, who he betrays. It's like, do you know, people fall in love with like Harvey Specter from Suits or like. People fall in love with like superheroes that like people who play superheroes because of the roles. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like for example, I think uh, like I think Natalie Portman's a lot fitter now since I've seen her in Thor and she's come back into <laughs> Thor. Like, I, do you know what I mean? Whereas like a yeah. lot of people think she's just okay. I think she's great. Yeah, like Scarlett Johansson, kind of in Marvel. Bingo. Yeah, very even though she's good looking, anyway, or I like. 
she is but she wouldn't be the one where you would actually classify her as the one of the world's hottest women yet she ranks very very highly every year because of Marvel yeah yeah well I suppose it's the same as uh, we Spider-Man boy Tom thing yeah Tom Holland and Fifty Shades of Grey was a real big example too like if Tom Holland walked past you in the street you go well it's just a wee fella but I know yeah like girls now like love him because yeah, yeah very well, very well, it's because you're well, good at what you do. I think that happens. Though. I think ambition is well, makes good money, good acting, good portrayal. And when you're good at something, I think that can come across quite attractive. Like whenever I put up the X, uh, one of the main things both sides noted was ambition. Oh, yeah. Not everybody's, but like, wasn't like ambition. It was that, it was more so that, like, what's the best way? It wasn't just about their body. It was like career, just stuff like that. Like, that. obviously, that matters to some people, but I just noticed a trend of ambition there. And it wasn't, whenever I wrote to people, I was like, do you mean in a career? And they were like, no, just to be better. Yeah. Well, that, that's a massive turn on for girls, like someone who's madly driven. Like girls, but, but, like but people now. In terms of it doesn't have to be money. No, no, no. But I mean, just it's just better. driven to have a drive. You know, to have it, it depends what I mean. If the drive is to better themselves financially, if the drive is to better themselves physically, better themselves mentally, educate themselves more, that is a massive turn on for girls. Someone who has a drive to just be better at something. Like, unless it's something like fucking Call of Duty or some bullshit, which I, I can imagine that's a massive turn off for girls. Like, somebody just goes, Oh, I want to be, I want to just play fucking Xbox all day long. Yeah, 100%. Right. Question. This actually leads into this one pretty well. Um, why do you think only 1% of people succeed in their New Year goals? Because they don't change their mindset. They're just writing it down on paper. They exactly. I was about to say that. They're doing it. They're doing it yeah. as a task, picking goals as a task, but not picking goals that they want to actually do. They're picking goals that they think people know to be cool and to talk about and go, "Oh, New Year's goals slammed," and they write them down, and then they do well for the first five days, and then they probably lose one or two, and then I think that's their their goal setting. Well, it's not their goal setting's wrong. They're doing it for the wrong reasons, or they're doing it for no reason. 100% it's one of the ones where I feel like if you don't change internally you can't change anything you do on externally you can't change anything that you're doing because if you're like if you're not picking up like whenever I said to you like I was learn, trying to learn Spanish and then wait to New Year's I think New Year's resolutions is good and stuff but at the same time you've waited for that and I feel like such a small percentage changes because when people fall off the wagon, they don't go, ah, oh, fell off the wagon, let me kickstart. They go, I'll wait until another time's right, or that's it fucked. Yeah. Joe, the majority of people will break their goals every single week, month, yeah. every three months, Joe. But the thing is, it's way, if you can pick yourself up, dust yourself up and get back to it. So if you don't say three weeks of your new goal and you fall off, you don't just go, right, well, that's me done. You get back and you do another three weeks, then break, another four weeks, break, another seven weeks, break. And then you get better at it. It's all right. It's The main thing is it's what you consistently do. It, like Good is better than, consistently good is better than perfect once in a while. And that's the issue, in my opinion. When people don't change their mindset, they don't change how they're looking at it, why they're doing things. They're just picking goals and they can never smash the goals. They were part of the year. So they're not going to smash goals all of a sudden just because it turns January 1st. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Tonight, you could say tonight at midnight, new year, new me, my year starts tomorrow. Just because it's a magic midnight doesn't mean fucking, you know, your attitude's going to change. That's a lot of people, I think, they lose out on it because they're like, oh, there's no better time than January to start a new habit. No, there's no better time than now to start a new habit. Like right now, like not even wait to the morning. Like just start it now. 
Like what? Exactly. You no, know, if you want to start it, just start it. If you if you're ready, going oh well, fucking all oh, wait to the end of the month because the end of the month June and January. You're ready, creating reasons not to succeed. It'd be different if you set goals every year religiously and try to do them every year religiously. You give yourself the time frame. Your time frame is twelve months. That's a different thing. But if you're just doing it for the sake of being January, just make make every day January first, in my opinion. I think it's just one of them things. Like it's like waiting for a Monday. I know people love that, but like I think that's a fucking shit show. Well, other people, some people say it's the worst day to start a diet. It's the worst day to start anything because you're really yeah. busy. The best day is probably actually a Friday. Yeah, Friday or Wednesday. There's nothing else on your plate. Yeah. Friday. Like if you are going to have a successful week, it starts the night before the day you're supposed to kick off, really. So it'll probably start on like a Friday. Because normally, if you start on a Monday, the first day you'll break. So Friday or Saturday. So if you started on Friday or Saturday, you're not probably not going to break to the following Friday. So at least that you've got that extra few days. I used to start people on a Friday for that exact reason. I used to go the hardest parts of the weekend and you'll get one week, you'll get the first three days over you because you need to get in a routine and then you've done one weekend. So that's the hardest part done. Yeah. And it shows weekends can be done. But I think it's a case of people start with the wrong things. Instead of starting with the work, getting it done, it's like somebody wrote to me the other week about the tea. Like somebody wrote to me last week going, can't believe you've been doing like three or four years property and only made a logo in a business now. I'm like, because people spend too much time focusing on the small rocks rather than the big rocks focus on what actually needs done and then you can always tidy up the small things and it's that case of you miss the main point of it like as long as you're getting things done you're moving forward it doesn't need to be perfect and i think that's where loads of people fall down if you fail and literally just pick yourself up get back to it and you'll be laughing yeah it's like people it's mad to do the like like ceo and the ceo of this or you know they start a company and the ceo or the ceo or whatever and you're like but you're the only person that works there you can't be a CEO if they're not a fucking yeah. board. You're the you're the owner. You're not the CEO, but they're mad to put that title in their in their bio well, and Instagram. For chief executive officer. Yeah, or and then CEO is chief chief operating officer. But you need a board to have a CEO. You need a board. You need. I would say you could write CEO if you had at least a a couple of staff or something. You get away with it. But, oh, like but you need a board. CEO. You need a board of people to have any of them things. <laughs> You're, you're the fucking yeah. owner. You're the owner of the founder. You're the boss. Unless you have a board. Unless you have a board, you don't have titles like that. <laughs> you're the owner. You're the employee. CFO. You can't have the chief financing officer. You know, you're, you're, you're fucking everything. Just, <laughs> what day? But that's just typical. Though. That's people but people, are mad, titles, but people are mad to do that. You no, know, just to look like, oh, I'm the CEO, the CEO, that, see, the, this, the founder of this. Da, 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 and you're just like you're just the owner of them all which is great but you don't need titles like you're you're going past the fucking the main part the main part is actually having the product no, see it all right now i'm the ceo of tony mcleavy coaching you're the ceo of tony. <laughs> well you are you're him i don't have fucking enough staff I don't, you, don't, uh, you don't need staff right well, what, what else do you have Bodybuilding or physique for beginners? Any tips? Getting into bodybuilding and or physique for beginners? Any tips? Don't do it. Do you want to take this one? Don't do it. It's a waste of time. You I think you make, just need to be careful. You'll make, you'll you'll make no make money. People get into sports for the wrong reason. You're not going to make any money. You're always going to be driven by more. Once you win something, 
What's when the next thing? When the next thing become pro, whatever. What's the end goal? The bad back and a fucking inflated heart. If you're gonna go in the gear. Yeah, I think personally it's one of these things where most people don't ask themselves enough why you're doing it. Yeah. If you really love the sport and you're in it so so hardcore, that's fine, go for it. But at the same time, I think majority of men coming from personal experience, this is not me talking down. I'm no, it is him talking down, guys. It is him talking down, he's getting ready to talk I, down. Go. I'm the exact person this would refer to. I got into it all, start training, start posing because I was insecure Jesus I'm near crying I've got a hairball in my throat one second <laughs> like to hide everything that was going on I thought getting bigger getting abs being physique it's just an insecurity and it's because that's that's driving that so you just need to really ask yourself what is the deep down reason I'm doing this is it for my approval or somebody else's and nine times out of ten for men it's going to be somebody else's as much as you do not want to admit it whether it's a girl you think that's really fucking fit or it's your parents or do you know what I mean it's, yeah. it can be somebody else or success or if you're trying to build a business by the way a lot of PTs fall in the trap of competing well, I was about to say that actually drive people away from you yeah well that does not it does it does drive people towards you too it does give people gets people's attention because they're like you know what you brought yourself to that dark place for them for that competition but i do i do get when people do it to launch a business i get that point but i, I also don't better. well this is the, actually this rocks into the next question which i curated the way i done these two questions in a row i'm like a i don't know like a producer here or something body transformations like- and getting photo shoot ready programs good or bad I see them getting a bad rap online lately. What's your views? I know Tony has done some in the past, but seemingly most of his clients stay on after. Yeah, we'll see. All my clients stay on. I think if you're not staying on past the photo shoot, I would honestly That's say, a dangerous time is the aftermath. But you know what I think is? I think it's a great goal if you're balanced for it, you have the mindset for it. Like if I have to, for toxic 100 clients, you'll probably get just for toxic. Like you get, you wouldn't get 10% of people doing shoots a year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you're picking the people you think are, in my opinion, intermediate to advanced, and you're going, you need a goal to get you to train hard enough to get to the next level. You need something to push you. You need something because you're falling out of love with it. Like the reason behind it isn't for the photos. For me, it's more so a case of you want to challenge. You want to get physical and mental growth. You need to bring out weak points and you're being lazy. So locking in a date can really motivate a lot of people. So I think there is downsides that when a coach starves you for a photo, it's it's not it's not it's not good it's not smart uh the, people can sometimes come for the wrong reasons but i think it is a good confidence booster personally if it gives you what you want there's some individuals that are on board with me in the past it will be in the future that i know it would fuck with their heads too much do you yeah know what I mean? yeah the, when you get the when you get to the, the dark days yeah like i turn around even at that like i get and this is me being honest i would get quite a few females who like three weeks in four weeks in they're freaking out with their weight and i go do you know what i've only paid a hundred pound deposit is this too much for you stress wise should we just call it because there's honestly no stress with this at all and i'd be like because you are overthinking this quite a lot do you know what? you're probably not enjoying it and i need to make sure you find this an enjoyable experience not a stressful one yeah now, yes you're never going to feel ready 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 all the time yeah you will doubt yourself but there's but there's a fine line where i'm like no you're actually fucking panicking and yeah. i'll always go look that's too much and that's that's walking that line with that plant knowing that whereas i think that comes with experience and time i think it is good it's good for the pt it's good for the business but it's also good for the person if it's done properly yeah. and the person's safety health like see majority of people that i bring the shoot 
they're usually not as lean as like for example if we get peter bennett some of them are late don't get me wrong they are all lean but they're not as lean as a lot of people peter shoots that's me being honest because i don't bring them there i think it's so hardcore for gen pop unless yeah. you're going to compete in a show and you're a female there's no real need for abs they're not really needed yeah i feel like it's like how much of your health you want to sacrifice for a photo and i feel like I don't have to sacrifice any of my clients for that, so why would I? Uh, if you're going to go down the route of water manipulation and stuff. Water manipulation, getting rid of Like, I haven't had really any clients who lose their menstrual cycle whenever they do photo shoots or anything, do you know what I mean? Whereas, like, that's when you know you're getting somebody razor lean as a female to lose that. Uh, yeah. And it's one of the ones where, like, don't get me wrong, there is low-calorie days and there's tough, but we're at a stage where they're like to me, oh, I'm actually a break or a binged, or if I notice any of them triggers, I would call it worse. I never get that because I feel like I don't push people... Some of my clients have done shoots will probably think that, but if you lined up with, like, I know coaches who start their shoot preps with 30 minutes of cardio every morning for their female clients, like, that's how it starts. Yeah. And then they, they build up to, this is me being honest, a usual coach prep for show or, like, a heavy shoot will be shorter time period, like 10 weeks or something, but they'll do, they'll start you with five days of training, 30 minutes cardio in the morning, and then they will build in slowly... 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40 minutes after your training and they'll ramp your steps from a start of 10K to 18K. I know them because I see these plans that come to me all the time. People are asking, yeah. is this too much for shooting? I'm not an op- opinion to, to call it because it depends on food, but like that's a lot. I put like an hour cardio a day, five weight sessions, 15,000 steps, and then you could be on fucking 1,000 calories. You're a female, I see something. Yeah. And it's, it's not true of like, that's when you're going to get, you're going to get rebounds. You're going to get, they're literally doing it for a photo. Whereas what I like is, if I bring you to eight tenths of your potential, yeah, I can still hold you there after shooting. You're not getting that mental kickback. Whereas I feel like that's what you get with per shows, yeah. per shoots where you go too hard. You end up coming out and being like, I don't even look like these photos anymore. What the fuck is the point in that? Whereas I think, I can hold all my clients in shoot condition most of the year once I yeah. build their calories up. And for me, that's where, that's a real win. So I think a lot of it depends on the coach and the person. It's a, it's that's like saying you bodybuilding for everyone. It's not, but it is for some people. Like some people, it gives them purpose. It helps their mental health. It gives them drive. Whereas then for others, it's a very dark, destructive sport. But it's knowing yeah. where you fall and who you are and what makes you happy. Because a lot of people are influenced too much by other people and they don't ask themselves enough what makes me happy where do i want to go not just is this the next step yeah you see that all the time with the, like, the extreme body transformations like the 12 weeks and the the 15 week or the 16 weeks the rebounds normally chaotic because as you said they're putting themselves through the ringer for 16 weeks massive like um cardio outputs low calories no carbs fucking water expelling water and then the day after the shoot where do they go and what can they do you know they start putting their calories back in again but sometimes they don't they don't keep the coach on for that so they're doing it in a in a, in a way that's not uh that's not yeah, don't let anyone shoot who's a short-term plan you have to do three to six months before i even talk about that and yeah majority of my clients stay about a year a year and a half anyway so yeah. Not that a lot of my photos are done in the first 12, 15, 16 weeks, but a lot of them stay on longer term because there's bigger goals. We work on mindset, we work on training and nutrition. We just keep layering things up slowly and getting better and better. Yeah, it's a. I'm not against it at all. I, I know, I, I no, think it's good it for seems- goal setting, but I think sometimes, but also I think sometimes yeah, pe- people don't know what they're getting themselves into. Yeah, I think that's the the better way to look at it. Yeah, 
I think it's not for everyone. No, but I think a coach, a good coach like yourself, explains and you know the the journey and how how hard it will get. But I think they they really don't take that on board. They just kind of go, yeah, no, I, I want, I want to rip the shreds here. They don't take on board the mental side of it. They don't take on board, you know, you're grinding like fucking, and for a week the scales don't change, and you're like Jesus, and your head's going, and you're like fuck, and then you start doing more, 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 and eating less, 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 and they're not changing. Yeah, exactly. And to me, it's a case of it is more. It's like everything in life. It's more mental than a physical battle. Everybody will know that. You know what I mean? It's it's always a physical. You're, you're sorry. It's always mental. Your body will, won't give out. Your mind will. Yeah. Madness. Hi, I've got a question for you. Are the reviews going up the the what are, what are they like? <sighs> the reviews. Oh my god. See this 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 can either make my evening or rack my evening. It seems to rack it quite a bit. The Muscle and Hustle podcast. What a podcast. Fifty two, we've went up two. So thank you guys. Beautiful. That's quite a fucking lot of reviews to be fair, like. Yeah, we have an up two and that is in a week and I'll tell you now. Sounds like we fuck all listeners, but we usually we average quite a high. Like fifty is probably what what percentage that be? That wouldn't even be ten percent probably listenership. Nah. So we know there's a bunch um, of that are lazy bath. The and also the, the one we did about men stand up is fucking flying. That podcast is flying. I think that's because we're obviously or what what is our percentage? Our percentage is probably more meal, isn't it? More meal, yeah. But so there's a big influx of, of ladies. Forty two on Spotify now. Someone didn't give us five stars. Fucking Fucking bastards. Who's that? Get Who was it? Wait, I tell you guys. There's one rule and one rule only on this podcast. The only thing that works is five stars. Someone has given us four stars. Who is it? Go Who on, would be call them out there? It not it doesn't tell you. What the right? She's that's got now. Four point nine. That has got. Look at that there. We can't even see it. I can guarantee you that's another coach. Who do you think it would be? Who do we give a shit to lately? Could be someone from our ma, right? Now. <laughs> that has to be somebody listening. That has to be somebody listening to the from the not usual stand. That, that man stand up. That could be a feminist. One of them feminists, you know. I, well, she wouldn't read a four, but she maybe thought we didn't hit the the needle on the head. But a four stars is dirty. You might as well spat in our faces. Give us a one. Four you star. Or you bastard if you're a man. Either or. You're probably listening now. Message me. And that's not that? on. No. no, no. Four stars. Who you had us well for? You know what? Come on the podcast as a guest and tell us why you give us four stars. That's me triggered. That'd be good. We'll triggered. pay you to come on. I'll pay you to come on. If you're the person who's rated four stars, and it really is you, and you can sh- can he show us that now? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, he can, yeah, yeah. Or him or her. If him or her could show us that they rated, it, yeah. If but, you rate it four stars, I'll give you fifty quid if and, you come on. Even if you come on for uh, three minutes, or you can, minutes. or you can leave us a voice note on Instagram, and we can play the voice note. The reason you give us four stars. I'm not giving you fifty quid for that. I'll give you. A, uh, no, I'll I'll give you fifty quid for that, and I'll give you a bag of coffee. There you go, fifty quid. Um, don't, but nobody else. See, if you think that's funny, and you'll get a bag of coffee at fifty quid if you read it four stars. Don't. You won't, that's don't, the one and only. You'll aye. get a slap across the chin. Aye. Me and Mickey putting our hearts and souls in this, and a fucking four star. We, I, I had the dream to get to hundred episodes. 
without anything less than ah, fuck here we go well, you, your dream is in the dirt fighting back at here's here on a Sunday night Armagh I just have to go and cry, cry myself to sleep here that's someone from Armagh that just can't handle it that's what that is oh typical who would it be Conliffe. I was going to say Conliffe. Conliffe, he went away to Paris. He's sitting in Paris, drinking coffee. Ha ha ha. That'd be funny. Ha, ha, han. Just because he made a few jokes that he was getting engaged in Paris. The man lost the plot. Oh, fuck. I didn't even think about that. No. He says, Where's the ring coming out? And he says, The ring will be out on Sunday night. That's his words. So, guys, it's Monday morning now. <laughs> Everybody go over to Conliffe's page and wish him a congratulations. Because he said to me it was coming out on Sunday night. He mustn't have done it yet. He's winding you up, is he? He says he'll be out on Sunday night. He says under the Eiffel Tower. He says maybe the Octave Triumph, you know? He says probably under the Eiffel Tower uh, Sunday night. Well, he's watching, he was watching the Gaelic 14 minutes ago, so... Oh, sure, no better place. Watch the Gaelic and then walk over to the Eiffel Tower. You know what I mean? Well... Guys, fuck! Do you think that's on the cards for him? No, nah, tonight he says I hundred percent, hundred percent happening tonight. Fucking hell! Where's the world gone? Where's the world gone? So, guys, you listen to this Monday morning. Get over to Connell's page and wish him congratulations. He wouldn't have announced it. Just yet, right but post, even if even if it's not up, it yet, won't. He won't announce like, it until he gets home because he'll have to tell family and stuff. Because I probably wrecked it now. But just go under his post and go congratulations, man. Knew you had it in you. You know. For every one of them, Mickey will give you a. a Three pound for every for every congratulations on this post. Tony will give you ten percent off uh program and oh, fifty pound a month off a house. Fuck. <laughs> but guys, I'm gonna head on here because I'm triggered by this four point nine. Um, keep raping and reviewing, and if you can find out who done that four point, oh no, honestly, whoever gives us the four star, hit us you up and tell us why. Who's rated four stars, and you can confirm it was them, and you you're gonna tighten them. We will also give you the money. Yeah, and also, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing, guys. Keep listening. Rate but it has reviewing. to be confirmed. Tighten. They would have to. They would have to agree. With you. They would have to open up once. We're so we need hundred. Our next week episodes are hundred episode. That's mad. We'll need a we'll need a good good, we'll need, good topic. We need a guest. I'll be in France. For fuck's sake, you probably won't even be able to record. <laughs> we'll bring Hillary on. As if you, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait our hundredth episode for you to have internet. Surrounded I'll by mountains. There. Surrounded by mountains. There will be internet. I need to do my fucking chickens. Need to do my chickens. Fucking hell. I'll be there next Sunday, so Harry, you can. Well, we, may, we, we don't have to. We, we don't have to record on Sunday. We can record before that. What if we got a good guest on? Well, hey? There you go. We, you can think of a couple. Well, even down the line as well. Whenever I go home, I will get mum on. We get Harry, wake up, and you can think of a range of weird questions you want to ask them. Don't know about you. Uh, you get the real dates. Real dates, right? We're going. We're going to get a big. We're going to get a big guest on for the for next week. I'm going to. I'm going to get to work on that tonight. When are you leaving we'll Dubai? Tuesday night, so Wednesday morning, sort of time. So you could, you could technically, you could film on, or you could, you could record on Friday during the day. Well, yeah, this, this is this is not a conversation for the podcast. Time, I'm going to be out in the slopes on Friday. When are you going? When are you going skiing? I'm going skiing as soon as I land. I'm getting straight up there. I'll be on the slopes all day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. But if you give me, give me a wee bit of notes, we can work around it. Right. 
Right, guys, that's probably not a conversation that you wanted to hear, but it's a conversation you heard nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> Hasta la vista. <laughs> right, see you later. <laughs>